0: Hey, everybody. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. Today, I'm going to be talking about backup camera systems and how they're not just for backing up anymore. Camera systems today are designed to be used while you're going forward. Today on Radio Arizona RV, we're going to be talking about Halo View camera systems. And this is episode number 61. Before I get into the nuts and bolts of the cameras, I want to remind you to go to the website, RadioArizonaRV.com, and share the episode, share the website. If you have questions, you can contact me through the Contact Us page. You can call me, look at our other websites. All the links are at the bottom of our homepage for our RV parts, Arizona RV Parts Center, SunPro Manufacturing. If you need an awning drop, awning shade products, slide-out awning fabrics, and, of course, our boat line hot boat ropes. We saw a complete line of marine cordage. A lot of people don't know that. Anchor lines, dock lines, comes in 16 different colors. The rope floats, awesome product. So now, back to the show. Halo View Backup Camera Systems. And Halo View is the brand I'm talking about today. You know, you might have a different camera system or be looking at a different one, but I highly recommend the Halo View. They came to me, they sent me a complete camera system, wanting an honest review. I was a little skeptical of that because I wasn't sure of the quality and they really wanted it, so okay, they're going to get the review. You know I'm not going to recommend a product that I don't believe in. I have to believe in it to be able to sell it. To put it in my store, to put it on my website, I have to believe in it. And HaloView really came through on that. But before I get into the HaloView system itself, why would we even be considering a backup camera system? You know, Do you really need one for backing up? I'll be honest with you, I don't think so. In a lot of cases, you get familiar with your RV and you can pretty much back up about anywhere if you have a good set of mirrors, if someone's helping you. Now, the person helping you, I mean, you got to be careful there. That could turn into a fight. You know, you give them a walkie-talkie and they're yelling at you, you're yelling at them. I've seen it a million times. But in most cases, with some communication, backing up is not that difficult. The real benefit of having a camera system on an RV whether it's a motorhome, trailer or fifth wheel is for going forward because you can see behind you at 120 degrees. You can see in the other lanes. You can see what the cars behind you are doing. You can actually see what your RV is doing. Maybe you're pulling a trailer. You start seeing smoke coming out the back of the trailer. Well, the trailer's not smoking, the axle is. The wheel bearings are going bad or a tire's getting ready to blow out. Now you know to pull over. And that's important. But more important than that, you can see what other cars are doing. Because you want to be safe. You want to get to where you're going. You don't want to have that big accident. If you're backing up your trailer or your motorhome and you bump into something, that's not the end of the world. That's a pretty simple little accident. But when you're going down the road at 55, 65 miles an hour and you make a lane change and you hit someone else, you got a serious problem on your hand. Pulling a trailer, you could actually roll the trailer. You could jackknife it. Things can happen. People can die and they do die in RV related accidents. You want to be ahead of that. If we go back in time to the days of I Love Lucy with Ricky Ricardo and Lucy Ricardo, you know, they had a trailer and she'd ride in the back of it. Ricky would be in the front of the, you know, pulling it in his car with convertible top down. Yeah, everything's perfect. Lucy's back there giving him hand signals, and next thing you know, Ricky's pulling his hair out, and he's hitting things, running people off the road. See, that's what it's like without a camera system. And sometimes that's what it's like when someone's helping you drive. It just becomes a white-knuckle situation. We can avoid that with a camera system. And they are made for going forward, which is so nice. They have lanes on them when you're going forward. You see lanes on the monitor to give you perspective of where the cars are at, where you're at, and they're adjustable. Got nice view through the monitor. So the camera system's great for backing up, but awesome for driving forward. You know, the list goes on. I mean, I've built a, a landing page, a sales page, basically, with all the little things that... You know, why you'd want to have a camera system on your RV. Just reading this, it's like, man, this is just there's so many things. When you're driving forward, you're driving forward for hours and hours at a time. But when you're backing up, you're only backing up for a few minutes, for two or three minutes maybe. And you're not even in perpetual motion. You're just you're starting, stopping, starting, stopping. But when you're going forward, you're just driving. And that's the time when you want to see what's going on around you, especially when you get in areas that are busy. If you're going through a bigger city where there's a lot of traffic all of a sudden, you know, and you want to make a lane change. You can just look in your camera system, check your mirrors, check your camera system, and you're good to go. And for decades, camera systems have only been used for backing up, and they've been wired. Now we have wireless technology, which makes it so much better, and the wireless technology has been around for a while now. They're not still experimenting with it, trying to figure it out. They've got it figured out. A wireless camera system, though, you still have to have 12 volts going to the monitor, which is in the vehicle, on the dash, and to the camera. So that's not a big deal. You don't have to run a wire from the camera to the monitor. That was the big deal, especially if you're pulling a trailer. It's just like, forget it. It's ridiculous. It'd be more common on a motorhome than it would be on a trailer, but now it's this wireless technology piece of cake on a trailer whether it's a fifth wheel travel trailer cargo trailer boat trailer whatever you want to do but you know we're talking about rvs here we're not going to get into all the other stuff a halo view system is what i'm recommending because they work well and they actually sent me one as i said for testing when i was testing this system you know all the things were running through my mind that we might go through or i've seen over the years when people are backing up and the problems there going forward, you know what vehicles or what our people towing RVs have done. You know they've hit other cars, they've hit corners, street signs. You know, but cars are the big thing. You make a lane change, you clip the car that's back there, or just plow right into it, not realizing it's there. And backing up, you know, I remember having an RV store and had a dump station. You could see the dump station from inside the store, and you could see the husband and wife out there. If they had walkie talkies. They just screamed louder into those. If they didn't have walkie-talkies, then they're screaming with their hands at one another. You you, you just have to laugh. It's like, wow, this is painful watching this. So the walkie-talkies, you know, probably just caused divorces. And backing up probably in itself probably caused divorces because, you know, the lack of communication. You know, have you ever watched the movie Cool Hand Luke? The captain on there said this, what we have here is a failure to communicate. And that's what it is, a failure to communicate, even with walkie-talkies, when you can hear each other's voice, it's still a failure to communicate because it's hard to explain to somebody who's backing up what they're doing, how many feet away they are, especially if you're not familiar with footage and hand signals, it just becomes a mess. So the camera system, you know, way back when helped that out, made it easier. You know, you put it in reverse, the monitor on the dash would light up, and all you could see you could see where you're going now. Like, wow, this is really cool. But now you can do it while you're going forward. It's not just backing up. Someone got a little smarter, said, "Hey, why don't we make this for driving forward? Isn't that a bigger thing? Isn't that more important than backing up?" So the Halo view backup camera system, you know, gives you this nice clear view when you're backing up. You can see blind spots when you're driving forward. You can put cameras in different spots if you wanted to. You could actually have one above your your entrance door out to where you're normally camping underneath your awning. It takes the stress out of driving, and the prices are about half of what the other brands are. Inferion is one of the leading brands, and the prices are about half of theirs. Their system works with the Furion. If you already have an RV and it's pre-wired for a Furion, no worries. The Halo View works with that. The bracketry works. The plugs work. Makes it real easy. And these are complete brand or complete camera systems. The Halo Views are complete. The only thing you might have to buy is some lap sealant to seal the cable where you, you're going to have to put some holes in the roof depending on the system you get. They have a couple different systems, but like the RD7 is what they sent me. And I'll get into this a little bit more, but let me just kind of finish where I was going here. So you might have to buy some lap sealant and maybe some connectors to hold the wire down to the roof. It comes with some, but again, I'll explain that. But it makes it real simple for the do-it-yourselfer. And the monitor, you can just plug into the 12-volt outlet in the vehicle, you know, with your truck, motorhome, whatever it is. You mount the monitor on the dash and has a cable that can go into the 12-volt outlet. The installation is real simple. Now, remember, I said this thing's, you know, like half price, less than half, depending on what you're looking at. Not only compared to Furion, but some of the other brands. You know, I've done some research here, looked through our catalogs, and, and after, you know, using it and testing it, this thing's pretty darn cool. And trying it different ways is what's important as well, at least what I did. When I tell you about it, you're going to have kind of a, a clearer picture how it works. There's different models. They work different ways. The RD-7s are made for the longer vehicles, 33 feet and over. Then they have the M7-108 and 109, and they're made for the smaller vehicles. And the significant difference between that is the RD-7s and the RD-5, they have a cable that mounts on the camera you install the camera at the back of the trailer and then this cable has an antenna that hooks up to it and it can run all the way up to the front of the trailer the cable is about 40 feet long a little over 40 feet it can run up to the front of the trailer because you know it's wireless so it still is kind of a line of sight if you will the antennas do have to be close because you are driving down the road you know sitting still is not really a big deal It's when you're driving down the road at 65 miles an hour, you know, you can just see the signal literally blowing away. Well, that's what the why this cable brings the antenna up closer to the the cab of the truck so you don't have that problem. I'm gonna have a link on our website at Radio Arizona RV for this podcast. This is podcast number sixty-one. It's gonna be backup camera systems. And I'm gonna have a link to a page. That I created just for this. It's not on our website. It's just, uh, you can purchase it on this page, but it has all the information. It probably has all the information you need. And I even break down the systems. What's the difference between them? Cause just looking through the, the data, it's hard to really decipher the difference. So I just broke that down for you. The RD7 is probably the ideal one for a truck pulling a larger trailer. And if you have a smaller trailer, you know, the M7 108 or 109, or the MC7108, 109 would be the ideal one. Either one. They're almost identical. They're just little small things. Now, into this camera system. So what I did, the first thing I did is I took it out of the box. And I, I have to say, you know, oh, by the way, these things literally ship from China. And it doesn't take that long. After I talked to the person there at Halo View, Lily, I told her, let's do it. And... She kind of confirmed the order the next day. Now, they're on a different time zone. So, you know, it's a 12-hour cycle, if you will, for communication, which, you know, for customer support, you might think that's going to be a problem. But they're really good about answering emails. It might take a little bit longer than normal. You can't just call them. But also, you can call me. I'll help you out with this. You know, we're going to stock these camera systems. We're going to sell them. We're getting behind them. I don't really get this excited about products that often. But this one, I am, because it's a good product. So anyway, I get the camera system. It comes in a box. It's obvious it's from China. It only, it only took like five days to get here. Now, I know that's going to vary depending on where it's going in the country. But well, I was pretty impressed with that. Maybe it was seven days. You know, I got to be getting my days right here. But it wasn't a big deal. It was like ordering something from, you know, New York and having it shipped to Montana or California. It takes five to seven business days, you know, and that's what it took. So it comes in this nice box. It wasn't all beat up. Everything inside is packed just so. It's in styrofoam or, you know, foam. It's designed to be shipped. Get it pulled out of the box. Everything's there. Everything's in one piece. Very nice. And I I tell you that. I'm not really the, the guy that's into watching videos where some person's, you know, showing a video and they're taking the product out of the box. Like, that's a big thing. You can actually pay companies to do that now to do videos of the unpacking of a box. Wow, that's exciting stuff, right? Well, I'm only saying this because it's coming from China. Well, everything comes from China, doesn't it? It's just we look at it differently. A lot of products come from China, but we go to the hardware store and buy it. We go to the RV store and buy it. Well, this one's going directly from China to you. So now, take it out of the box. you got the monitor system. you got the camera. You have the antenna, you got the cable that connects the antenna to the camera, and there's some little cable ties that have 3M adhesive on them for running the cable along the roof of the trailer. You know, if these things have a good probably metal surface to attach to, they'll probably work great. I don't know how well they'll work on a rubber roof. I wasn't able to test one. My trailer is covered in snow when I got this, and I've done all this stuff, and it has a rubber roof, but I don't know how well they'll work. They might work. They might not work. But there's a way around this. Even if you don't feel they're going to work great, there's still a way around this. Back to the camera system, which, by the way, you might need to buy a, a tube of lap sealant and get some wire connectors to install this camera system. You know, depending on which one you got. If you get the RD7 series, if you drill any holes in the roof, you know, to connect to anchor the wire or the cable, then you'll need to do that. Have the lap sealant. So, But beyond that, the kit's pretty much ready to go. So it's not a big deal. So the camera just mounts on the back of the trailer. You find the center's point. And you're going to have to hook it up to 12 volts. You can either do it through a clearance light. But if you hook it up to a clearance light, those lights, you know, the lights will have to be on. The running lights will have to be on all the time. Isn't a huge deal. A lot of people travel with their lights on anyways during the daytime. I noticed the highway patrol doesn't do that anymore. and I. I think they realized it really wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't really making a difference. So I don't drive with my lights on during the day very often. There's some places I do, but for the most part, I don't. You can do it to hook it up to a clearance light, or you can just run a wire from the camera over to your refrigerator vent and go down the vent. Now you want to run that wire someplace so it's clean and it's not just flopping around on the roof, you know, so you want to anchor it as well. And every roof configuration is a little bit different. You know, they all have vents on, they have air conditioners on them, things like that. But you might actually be able to, rather than putting any holes in the roof, run the cable along the side or the wire along the side of the roof where the trim is, mount it to the trim. If you had to run a screw through it, you know, you can go right through the trim and just make sure you seal it with lap sealant when you're all done. But you might actually be able to attach it to the vents. If you have vents on your RV, you might be able to go to the base to vent, to vent, and then over to the refrigerator vent and avoid any holes in the roof. And on my RV, when I install this system, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to avoid any holes in the roof. And I'm not, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, a few more holes in the roof, as long as you seal them correctly, you're not going to have a problem. You know, how many holes are already in your roof? 500, 1,000, you got vents, you got air conditioners, you got all the screws holding them down, the trim, everything else. You know, you got a lot of holes in your roof already. It's just a matter of sealing them correctly. You have the the camera mounted, you get your 12 volts from the refrigerator, a clearance light, whatever you might do. There Maybe there's another place on your RV where you can get 12 volts, no problem. It's easy, you know, one hole going through and you're tied into 12 volts. Every RV is going to be a little bit different, but don't overthink it. It's not going to be that hard. And so then you have this cable that hooks up to the antenna. Now, if it were me, not if, it will be me, but in your case, I would actually try the antenna without running the cable with just hooking up the the camera to the antenna box with 12 volts, mount the camera and you could literally just, you know, tape the, the, the antenna box to the roof of the RV, do some testing, see, it, you know, if it's possible and get up to speed get going 65 miles an hour and see if you lose the signal or not. You know, every trailer is a little bit different. Or just bypass that and just run the cable up to the front of the trailer as far as up front, you know, you can get. And with a 40-foot cable or 42 feet, whatever it is, you're going to be able to go up to the right the front of your trailer on just about any trailer, you know, pretty darn close. It's all a matter of how you route it, but you're going to run that box up there, and, you know, that doesn't have to have power. You know, the only place you have to have power is the camera, when we're talking about on the outside. You can install the camera and the cable ties that it comes with they're plastic, and they have three of an adhesive on them. Now, these things may or may not stick to the rubber roof. They might stick temporarily. You'll have to clean the rubber roof. You know, you need to be careful there. Don't just start putting gasoline on it, acetone, rubbing alcohol. Just soap and water. If you clean it really good with soap and water, let it dry. And then use these clamps with the three of an adhesive on it. And what I would do is... Put it on using these and then put lap sealant on the clamp to hold it to the roof give it that little extra oomph to hold it down because the lap sealant will adhere to the roof really well the rubber roof and so it when i and i say lap sealant because don't use silicone on a rubber roof and most roofs are rubber and you can use silicone on other things but not on a rubber roof only use lap sealant well, the lap sealant will act as a greater adhesive and hold it to the roof much better. And there's enough clips here. You can, I'm looking at the bag. There's enough to do a 40-foot trailer easy, even if you route that wire kind of funky, you know, if you're going around something. You just mount the camera on the trailer. You run the cable up to the front. You mount the, the antenna box. Hook it up to 12 volts, the camera up to 12 volts, and that's done. Then you just simply go inside the truck, your, whatever you're towing with, your truck, your van. And the monitor has a a cigarette adapter. You know, I don't think that term's politically correct anymore, but that's what it is. It goes into the 12-volt supply or the cigarette outlet. And the only thing about the the monitor that I don't really care for is the only mount that it comes with is designed to be adhered to the dash. It uses 3M adhesive on it, you know, Double-sided tape, basically, and it's designed in such a way. I'll do a. I'm going to do a video on this as well, and I'm going to show this stuff even on Radio Arizona RV. I'll have the link to the video because I'll get that done before this podcast even goes live. Amazing! I'll get something done. This bracket that mounts to the dash, you know, it's designed to flex and work with the curves of the dash, but it will only work so much. But in most dashes, it'll probably work if you want to stick it right to the dash. But if you use armorall or anything like that, this thing will never stick to the dash. This would have to be on like a brand new dash without any cleaners or anything put on the dash that's going to give it that shiny look. But armorall, definitely you won't be able to do it. We used to sell dash covers and getting the Velcro to stick to the dash, the Velcro would hold the dash cover in place on a lot of these dashes that used armor all, it didn't matter what we did, and we tried everything. You could never really get anything to stick. What I'm doing in the systems I'm selling online, or if you call me to order a system, and like I said, the link will be on Radio Arizona RV at, you know, episode number 61 for this podcast. I'm going to throw in a beanbag holder and a windshield mount. And the windshield mount, you can either put it on the windshield or attach it to the beanbag holder. And the beanbag just sits on the dash. I'm sure if you've had a GPS, you've seen them. It's just a little beanbag, sits on the dash. They don't slide all over the place, works really well. Then the camera has a cable that plugs into a 12-volt outlet. The cable's kind of long. What I'll do with mine is when I get ready to do the final installation on my vehicle, I'm going to cut it down, reduce the size of it so it's not so long. I'm going to make it fit my vehicle a little bit better. I get kind of particular that way, so if you have that ability, it's not a big deal to cut down the cable. You know, just take the connector apart, cut off, and cut it down, do what you need to do, and put it back together. That's up to you. The installation here is pretty darn easy. How you know, simple that is. It's not complex. And the monitor, you know, it has an antenna on it. It has a bracket that you know holds to the the dash mount. The monitor's a little big. But the size of it, you know, it's 7 inches. The screen is 7-inch diagonal. But the monitor is probably about 8 inches wide, maybe 6 inches tall, 7 inches tall. That's 6 inches. I don't have a tape measure here. But it gives you a bigger screen so you can really see more. And then you can have screens within screens. So if you have a backup camera and then you buy the system with the cameras on the clearance lights, you can have everything showing at one time or you can have one thing showing. You can take your pick. It's kind of like a security system. You know, in a business, you can look at one camera or have all four cameras showing up on the the screen or or how many cameras you have. So that's why you can use it as a security system as well. If you wanted to, you could actually take the monitor and put it in your trailer as well, hook it up to 12 volts, and you could see outside your trailer while you're inside your trailer. So it's twofold. And so that helps you think outside the box a little bit about this system. Now, as far as me testing it, what I did is I put it on my RV the camera on the back of the RV, ran the antenna up, you know, where it's supposed to be, put the monitor in the truck. And I just, you know, I didn't install it. I just set everything up there because like I said, it's winter time, bad time to do an installation like this, at least for me. And everything worked awesome. The only thing I didn't do is hook it up to a true 12-volt system, you know, permanently. I just ran 12 volts down the refrigerator vent. I left the wire on the roof because I'm going to use that for my final installation. I hooked it up to 12 volts that way. Worked awesome. Instantly connected the camera. You know the the camera has to connect to the monitor. Connected, bam, done. And I didn't read the instructions. I just hooked it up, turned on the monitor. Everything worked. Yeah, reading instructions obviously helps. You know, get bigger picture here. But I kind of avoid the instructions to see how simple it is to hook up. See what it takes. Read the instructions first. It will give you a better overview. I did that on the trailer, I didn't drive anywhere because nothing was mounted. Then I took it and put it into our shop, hooked it up and I ran the antenna as far away from the camera as possible or from the camera and monitor. I had those sitting together and I ran the antenna as far as away, you know, 40 feet or whatever, and actually covered up both antennas, the one on the monitor and the one on the camera. We had them completely covered. You know, they're not visible. At one point, you know, wrapping our hands on them, and then we put them in boxes, stuff over the boxes, and it didn't even phase the monitor. The signal was not phased, so the monitor kept showing what was going on. So in the real world, going down the road, this camera's going to work. You know, they have untold videos on how well these things work, and like I said, I didn't try it going down the road but I understand the technology and the technology will work going down the road. And these guys will give you your money back. I mean, if you buy it from me, I'll give you your money back as long as they say I can. I mean, they, they guarantee this camera for a year. And if you're not happy, you can return it. You know, sometimes that's easier said than done. And it really boils down to returning it, but I don't think you'll be disappointed with this camera system. And for the money, definitely not. Sometimes I look at things like this and think, well, I'd rather spend the bigger dollars because, hey, the Furion system has a little bit smaller monitor. Looks like it might be easier to use. But in reality, once you have it set up, everything's just there. You're not going to be punching buttons all day long and trying to figure things out. You're going to turn it on and you're going to go. And like I said earlier, the monitor being a little smaller, I think, is going to be working against the system because the bigger the monitor, the easier it is to see. When you are driving down the road, you are looking in rearview mirrors. You know, you are texting on your phone, listening to the radio. No, I am just kidding about the texting, but you, know, you have stuff going on. So, the bigger the monitor, without it being too big, makes it easier to see what's going on at a glance. You know, you look at your passenger side rearview mirror as you scan across back to the you know the windshield. You can catch the the monitor for the backup system. And see what's going on there. Then check your other mirror. You know, do what you do. So it makes sense to me. And this system, all of them, really rock. And I've looking at all the data, putting these things, building a page form for the internet. Really gets familiar with it, and you know that they make sense. Even if you don't buy a Halo view, if you say Eric, you're all wet. We don't. We're not buying this one we're going to go with the Furion or we're going to go with another brand. That's fine with me. The whole point of this thing was, you know, I I don't always sell products like this and I'm not really trying to push this or cram it down your throat. I'm trying to cram the idea of it down your throat. (laughs) See how important it is to be able to see behind you while you're driving. So if you, Eric, you're all wet, but we're going to get this camera, not your camera system. We're going to get another camera system. That's fine with me. Just, Take it for what it is. The the information is what counts. Safety going down the road is what counts. Taking care of your family is what counts. Avoiding an accident. You always find out how bad your insurance company is when you get into an accident. Until that point, they're great. You know, you call them, they answer the phone, they're friendly, they're nice. But when you get into an accident, you find out how bad they really are. And you don't want to do that. And that's where this will help you. So a backup camera system. Is not just for backing up anymore. It's for going down the road, moving forward in life, just like what you're doing. And also, one last thing here. You know, this coronavirus is all around us right now. It's spreading in the United States. As of today, there's like 38 states or so in the United States. You know, the coronavirus is there at different levels. Do not let this stop you from your travels. Yeah, it's a headache. It's a hassle. But if you're careful and you you keep yourself clean, you wash your hands, you do what you're supposed to do, your chances of getting infected are much less. And dying is, you know, you got to be in pretty poor health to die from this. I don't want to get into all the little details of it, but don't let it hinder your travel plans for the summer. Continue with your plans. Just be cautious. Maybe if you're going to avoid a state, that's fine. Go someplace else. Do not let this ruin your vacation plans. And we're getting to, you know, we're coming up on springtime here. So it's time to start thinking about all this, getting these types of things taken care of. So that's just a little reminder, just my two cents on the coronavirus and do not let it scare you. Travel as you normally would, just with a little more caution. I want to thank you very much for listening today. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV.